hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Oh God, we thank you for the gifts that you so graciously give us. For the opportunity to hear your word and the opportunity to live your word. We pray that as we continue to move to be faithful disciples of yours, that you allow your grace and your spirit to move inside of our lives. So Lord, we ask that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. So we are continuing a series that we're calling Summer Stories. And we're taking a look at the way some of the stories that we may have heard as we have grown up or as we've watched our kids or grandkids grow up, that that they've given us lessons. And and today we're talking about patience. And and one of the things that I see about patience, I, I see in the story of Merlin from Finding Nemo. If you're familiar with the story, I think it's been out long enough that I cannot worry about any spoilers. But if you're familiar with the story, Merlin has a little son by the name of Nemo who was taken away by a a fisherman or or, or a guy that collects special fish. And and Merlin is trying to do anything and everything he can to, to get back to Nemo. When Nemo was first taken, Merlin just takes off just as fast as he can to try to catch up with the boat, and he loses the boat. And then he comes across a friend by the name of Dory. And he and Dory start this adventure all the way to Sydney, Australia, to find Nemo. And you may be thinking, how in the world is this story about Merlin about, about patience? It has a lot to do about patience. Now, it definitely has stuff to do about persistence because there were things that that Merlin could have done who could have stopped him. But I think that if we take a look at the story along with the story about St. Paul, we can see how patience plays a part in both. One of the reasons why we're doing this is that we're reminding ourselves of something that we love to teach our kids. We actually taught our kids all about this during our Jesus and Me on Wednesdays during this past year, the the fruit of the Spirit, which is a passage that comes in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 24. And before we get started, I want to remind us of that and invite you to join with me in saying what the fruit of the Spirits are from this passage. So we'll have it up on the screen. I invite you to join with me as we read these two verses together. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against things like this. Those who belong to Christ Jesus has crucified the self with its passions and desires. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. 
So one of the many different fruit of the Spirit is patience. And, and, and I often joked, and still joke, that one of the things that I refuse to ask God for is patience. And the reason why I refuse to ask God for patience is because I know he's going to give me ways that I can develop patience. I know there are going to be things in my life that I'm going to get so frustrated with and, and so upset that I'm going through that I'll realize I'll stop and go, okay, God, this is how you are giving me patience, is to move through this. And I, I just don't want to do that. Maybe I need to do that because I know that there are a lot of things that brings up anxiety in me and I, I want something to solve quickly because that's where we are as a, as, as a country now. That's where we are as a people all over the world. We, we want things to happen, and we want things to happen really, really quickly. Back in 2019, there was a study done by ZDNet, and I think it was mainly an uh, a English uh, study, but I think a lot of it is something that we can see available or active in our own lives right here. The study had to do with uh, people watching television or, or trying to pull something up on their computers. And when they did this study, they realized that it took an average of 22 seconds for people to express frustration if their TV or computer didn't start streaming a movie correctly. Now, you may be like me, I'm going, man, 22 seconds, that's awful generous. I remember growing up, whenever we would start up, we had that dial-up internet, and it had those little weird sounds that would make whenever you would start seeing heads nod. Oh, yeah, I know, you know what I'm talking about. That, that dial-up sound, and you sit there, and, and if you were like me, you would take the mouse, and you would like put the mouse in circles because you were thinking if you did that, it would make it happen a whole lot faster. Patience is something that we all have to struggle with, we all have to deal with. It, it is something that is a growing edge for, I think, for every single person because what we want, we want it right now. I can't remember who first told me this, but it was a saying that, that we, are, we, we live in a crockpot world, but we want microwave results. We, we, we live in a world that it takes a long time for things to develop and things to, to build, but we want things right now. Recently, I saw a commercial. I think the company is called J.D. Wentworth. It's like on like uh, Fox or uh, Channel 21 or something like that. But it's about these people that are riding in a bus and they're, they're singing about how they've gotten some kind of settlement or they've, they've won the lottery. And if you call this number, you would get your money right now. You didn't have to wait for it. You didn't have to wait for the payments to happen. You can get every single thing that you wanted and you needed right here and right now. Having patience is hard. Having patience is, is a, a struggle. But, but patience is something that really helps us to build our lives in faithfulness to God and Jesus Christ. I think it's good to have a definition of about exactly what patience is. And there's a theologian by the name of Tim Keller. He has a, his definition of what patience is, and he describes it this way, and I have it on the screen for you to look at. The definition is it's an ability to face trouble without blowing up or hitting out. It is opposed, its opposite is resentment towards 
God and others, and it counterfeits our cynicism or lack of care. This is too small to care about. It, it, it's gives us the ability and a way for us to take a look at what is happening in life and saying, you know, it's just building my character. It's allowing me to grow. I don't have to try to rush to it too fast, but I also don't have to just stop and just let the world happen around me. So I think that's one of the things and dangers that I think that some people think that patience is. Patience, for some people, is just that you just sit back and you let everything happen around you. No, it's not about that at all. Patience allows us to, to move forward and to grow, but always trusting in God and letting God guide us and lead us in how we act and move. Our, our main passage for today is actually two chapters long. It's, it's about 40-some verses long. I'm not going to read through all of those. I'm going to give you some highlights as we move along. But I encourage you to, to mark in your Bible or to take the bulletin home and take a look at Galatians chapter 1, verse 1 through 221 to see how patience really moves in the life of Paul. Patience just kind of like what happened with Merlin is kind of like what happens to Paul in these passages. But the very first thing that Paul reminds the people in Galatia, and he reminds to us as well, is that Paul knows that it's very easy for us to have a lack of patience. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 6, he says this, I am amazed that you, talking to the Galatians, and I think he's also talking to us as well, I am amazed that you are so quickly deserting the one who calls you by the grace of Christ to follow another gospel. See, the people in Galatia, they were looking for a, a, a quick fix. They were, they were looking for something that could give them their answers quickly so that they can just move on. But what they were understanding, what they didn't realize is that they were trying so hard to get these quick and fast answers, they were missing what the true answer was all about. I love my cell phone. I love how I can have it around me when I have a question or if I, if I want to look up something, I can look up to it really, really, really quickly. But, but sometimes that happens as a, de as a, a determinant to, for me. Like whenever I'm at home and I'm watching a movie and I'm uh, seeing somebody in the movie that I don't really know who it is, but that kind of recognize them. So I'll quickly go to IMDb and I'll look up the movie and I'll scroll to see if I can find the character there. And then I realize the character. But this actually happened yesterday when Tracy and I were watching a movie. Something happened on the screen. And my desire to, to know exactly what was happening caused me to miss what was happening in the story. Sometimes our desire or need to have the answer right there in front of us causes us to miss out the way God is building up in our lives. You know, there's a difference between wanting the quick answer and having the patience to allow life to happen through you. 
if we move forward into our, our scripture from Galatians 1, 1 to 2, 21, Paul talks about the dangers of, of just fleeing and not having any patience with what is going on around you. And he gives them an example of his own life. Now, we take a look at the Bible, and we see the many different letters that, that Paul wrote to the different communities. And, and we go, wow, this is great. We have this that we can access in our hands anytime we want. We can read all of the letters that Paul wrote. But see, that's not how it happened. It took Paul a long time to begin his ministry, begin his journeys around the missionary journeys. Matter of fact, it took Paul 17 years from the time that he had his conversion moment in Damascus until he actually started his missionary journey. Just think about that. 17 years. That, that gets a young person all the way from birth almost all the way through high school. That gives a, a lot of time to, to breathe, to, to learn, to, to understand. But, but Paul didn't take those 17 years and just sit idly by and, and let everything happen to him. Paul took those 17 years to, to move forward in his faith, to understand what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ so that he could share that love with others. It said that, that Paul didn't even start to preach until he had these 17 years because he knew that people had to trust him to see that he has grown, to see that he has changed from somebody who was trying to round up all of the Christians to, to kill them to somebody who was proclaiming the love and grace of Jesus Christ. But Paul kept moving forward, knowing that God would give him the direction that he needed to go in order to fulfill the patience within Paul's life. Paul tells the Galatians that he went to Damascus. He went to Arabia. He went back to Damascus, then Jerusalem, then Syria, and back to Jerusalem again. And then that is when he started his missionary journeys. It took a lot of moving. And it took a lot of looking forward and seeing God active and alive in his life so that he could grow and be able to share the gospel with others. But there's another important lesson that we have in this passage. Not only did it take 17 years for, for Paul to begin his missionary journey, but in those 17 years, he learned that he couldn't be patient on his own. He had to have people around him to, to see that patience grow, to, to help him grow in that patience. If we go back to our buddy Merlin from Finding Nemo, we see that he didn't have to struggle with patience on his own. He had other people that were there helping him along the way. First, it was Dory who started on the journey and found out the, the address that all the way to Sydney. And then we, we run into Crash, you know, Crash and all of the turtles that are, that are riding the current all the way to Australia. And then after that, we run into a whale. 
as Dory and Merlin were lost and confused in this murky water. They, they ran into a well, and the well was able to guide them to where they needed to go. And then finally, there was the seagull. The seagull who had heard the story of Merlin and found him and was able to guide him to where Nemo was. All of these people led Merlin to where Nemo was so that they can be reunited. Paul had a lot of people that guided him too to understand and to see who Jesus Christ was and to help build him in his life. And they helped him grow in that patience. First, there was Ananias who was there when Paul had his moment where he was totally blinded. Then there was Peter, who in the Bible, in, the, in, in, in Galatians, he's called Cephas. Then there is James, the Lord's brother, followed by Barnabas and then Titus. All of these people helped Paul to see the love and grace of Jesus Christ to grow, to be affected, to allow that patience to continue to, to boil up in him so that Christ may be seen through him. So my question to us as we gather here, who can walk with us while we develop patience? Who is it that you have in your life that, that can help you grow this gift from the Holy Spirit called patience? There's this fruit of the Spirit that, to allow you to see the love and the work of God in your life. In between services, I had a conversation with one of our members who was sitting back in the prayer room, and she was telling me all of these things that were happening in her life. And, and as we were talking, she was saying, you know, I am so thankful that I have a group of sisters. They're not really my sisters, but, but there are some women that, that, that they come around me, and they support me. And whenever I need help or whenever I'm in trouble, I know that I can reach out to them and I know that they are there for me in a heartbeat. Who are some of the people that can be like Ananias or, or Peter or James, Laura's brothers? Who are the people that could be like Dory or the whale or crush or a seagull to, to encourage you when you are having moments where you need that patience, that, that, that growing up and building in your life so that Christ's love can be shown in and through you. I think the most important thing when we talk about patience is that we have to understand what our call is. What is it that we are called to be as we continue to grow in, in patience? I think the call that we have is that we are to stay true to the gospel of Jesus Christ. That we are to stay true to the words that Jesus has given us and to how we are to share what God has given us with others. Paul reminds us in Galatians 1.10 that our task isn't to please men, but it's to be a servant of Christ. While, while Paul reminds us that it's easy to be knocked from to and fro and to have all of these different things, that the patience of God will always be there for us. 
so that we may grow in love of God and love of our neighbors. That, that patience is something that will never go away. Second Peter 3, verse 9, gives us this reminder that says that the Lord is not slow in keeping his promises, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but to have everyone come into repentance. God desires all of God's people to to be in relationship with him. And we may feel like things don't turn around as quick as we want them to. We may feel like we have a struggle, but God will always be there waiting for us, calling us, wooing us, so that we may see him move in our lives. I think we are in a moment now where we need patience. I think we're in a moment now where we keep the faith, keeping true to God's word, and I believe that the patience that God has for us will help us to live in his love and his light. But we just can't sit by and wait for things to happen. Neither can we rush really far ahead and think that we have all the answers when We're still just trying to learn on our own. But we take time to stop and listen to God's word, and we listen to the neighbors around us. We can develop patience in a way to allow God's fruit of his spirit to fully live within our hearts and our lives. Let us pray. Oh God, patience is something that I believe all of us deal with. Patience is something that is really hard to develop in our own lives. Part of that is that we still want to be our own commanders in our lives. We, we want to make sure that we have all full control and desire of where our lives will end up. What would it look like if we were to release all of that and let you have control? What would it look like if we were to then allow your grace to guide us and lead us so that we may be full of the fruit of the Spirit, so that we may have that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? Strengthen us and be with us as we build this spirit up. And we pray all of this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.